0: welcome to abe's front porch talk i hope you guys are doing awesome on this tuesday night tonight's episode is gonna be called when the famine comes i will not be discussing revelations chapter 19 tonight i decided to hold off on that one until later in the week either thursday or friday when i will do it. I want to do more studying on, on that chapter. I feel empty. Uh, I just don't seem to have the words yet, so I decided to speak about when the famine comes. Folks, before I get into tonight's podcast, I want you all to remember to go to my YouTube channel, Abe's Front Porch Talk there as well. The same name as this podcast. Type it into the search bar. All my videos will pop up. Check out my live videos. Because I I don't know how YouTube does it now. But there's a... When you go into the video section, there are just some videos that I have done that's not live videos. And then there are other videos I have that are live. So just make sure you catch the ones that said live. And you will see where back in the fall of 2022 I started. Well, actually, late summer 2022, August, I said there will be a flip-flop. And that's how I titled the video, Flip-Flop. Which means... We're in a flip-flop season. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. We're going to see everybody that's been last rise to the top and everybody that has been at the top go to the bottom. Remember, when I first started podcasting and doing YouTube videos in 2019, I told you guys the rich will fall. Well, I believe we're about to see that. And that's why when the famine comes, we will see the rich fall and like in the last week's chapter when it's talking about the merchants and people mourning they were weeping and crying because nobody were buying their products that's because the famine hit and the rich failed so the rich falls and let me tell you guys there's going to be a lot of weeping and cr- You know, people are going to be in mourning because they lost everything they had. And I've said this a few times in my podcast. And you guys need to realize this is coming to pass. This is no scare tactic. This is nothing to scare you. But this is real. This is the real deal here. And, you know, people are not even prepared to what's about to hit us. They will not get prepared. They think they're prepared, physically and spiritually, but they they are not. So, you're about to realize, God reigns on the just and the unjust. It tells you in Scripture, He reigns on the just and the unjust. He will always protect His children, yes. But, He gives His children warnings to go and stalk and prepare for the famine, for the destruction ahead. It's up to you as the children of God to listen to those warnings. He also tells you, if you do He also tells you let me put it this way it tells you in scripture, my children shall perish without the lack of wisdom and knowledge. And you think you got all this wisdom and knowledge of His word but when He's telling you to do certain things you're refusing to do it you're saying it's a scare tactic don't try to put fear in people you're putting fear there's nothing about famine a fear to be try there how do i say this i'm sorry how the words i'm trying to find here there is nothing about trying to put fear in someone to let you know that a famine is coming, people's going to go homeless and stuff. It's the word of God. If you believe in God, you know what the Bible says in the times we are entering. How can you say you're a Christian and you're a believer of Christ, but yet when somebody's trying to warn you what's to come, that the Lord is speaking, you want to say it's a fear tactic. You're trying to put fear in somebody. No. It's the truth, and we know it. And if you're really walking in the Spirit of the Lord, you will know this yourself and be getting prepared. Remember, rebellion is the same as witchcraft. It tells you that in Scripture. So always remember that. Watch how you deceive yourself, and watch how you deceive others. If you want to deceive yourself and deceive your own family, that's going to be between you and Christ, but you're not going to come with me with all that foolishness. You won't come with my family with all that foolishness. But the evil and wicked people, people of this earth are done for. This is it. I'm going to take a break and I shall return. Alright folks, I'm back. Thank you for that short break here. So, as I was saying just a while ago for the break break here, we are living in some rough times. And we're facing to see a lot of destruction ahead of us. And I've tried to tell you guys this before since 2019. And I told you in one of my very first episodes i've done when i started podcasting it's called living in the days of the rich man and lazarus and i believe there's three of those episodes because they're in parts and those episodes they have a stern warning in them and this was before covid because this was in the fall of 2019 and I remember saying to the government here in America to the US government that you needed to change if not consider yourself warned and then January we learn of covid in China then come March we shut down in America cause covid had done reached us but you know and look at how, how things have gotten We had our warnings, and we would not take our warnings. Sometimes God will isolate us to put us in a place with him to go into prayer and to get into his word. But we didn't want to do that. We didn't want to stay shut in. We wanted to be out and about because we wanted to go to these businesses. We wanted to go places. We wanted to do things. And that was not really the will of Christ. He wanted us put in time out you know when your children do something and you put them in time out or you ground your child and you keep them grounded for so many days where they can't play their games or they can't go hang out with friends they're not allowed to leave the house that's how christ is with us he does this to us as well you may not want to believe it but he does And that's when we need to start getting in a place with Him and praying and repenting. But people don't want to do that anymore. They want to keep continuing in their evilness. They don't want to see what Christ is trying to say to them. But people don't believe that Christ speaks to you. They don't believe that the Holy Spirit can reveal things to you through dreams and visions. We're in that time frame where people just don't believe anymore. And this is why we don't see the miracles in our lives like we should. We hear of them, then we say, oh, that's just a coincidence. No, there is no coincidences. It was a miracle. You have scientists who teach us lies about miracles, saying, oh, this was no miracle. It was science. Science cannot explain everything. Science cannot explain. When you die, why do people see heaven and hell? The scientist says it's a hallucination, but it's not no hallucination. They're lying. It is real what people are seeing. They think they have an answer to it. Scientists think they got an answer to every problem, everything that goes on, but they're lying, they're lying to themselves. And many people are believing these lies. If those who are dead now could come back and tell us not to believe any more lies that these scientists are telling us, it would change our minds it would change us forever but they cannot come back just like when the rich man wanted to come back and warn his brothers and father abraham said they have the prophets to tell them the truth once someone in your family dies they cannot come back to warn you or tell you if the scientists were lying or not lying you have the prophets That God's given you. That is alive on earth. That you need to believe the prophets. And only the true prophets of God. Not the false prophets. You say well I don't know who's telling the truth. Who's real or who isn't. You've got to use your discernment. And then sometimes you may not catch on at first. But you will learn who they are eventually. Because even as long as I live. I will be fooled by a false prophet. Why? Because. Sometimes I can catch on if they're real or not. Sometimes I can't. I just have to learn to who they are. Are they doing the will of the Lord? Are they doing what Scripture says? Because it tells you, you'll know by the fruits that they bear. If they don't bear good fruits, then no. And eventually, some of these false prophets will tell off on ourselves many false prophets gets into the churches and start prophesying and they're welcome and people thinking they're of god and what they're hearing from god and what they're prophesying is coming to pass and it turns out they were false and they were not ever hearing from god but they was hearing from satan and they told off on themselves eventually by who they really were. So that's what makes them false when they actually tell off. Sometimes God just wants us to sit back and let the person tell off on herself and he won't reveal it to us. So you got to really use your discernment in this time frame that we're going in to see who's really true Christians and who are not. But let me tell you. I'm going to read verse 8. This is out of Revelations chapter 18. I'm just going to read this verse 8 because this is speaks to about what is coming more. And it says, Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. See, we're to see plagues. We're already seeing them now. COVID is a plague, whether it's man-made or not. You don't do you not realize God can use man to make a plague? And let me put it this way: He told Moses to reach down in the ground with the dirt and throw it up in the air, and he would. When it come back down, it will fall up on the people of the earth, and they will break out into boils. And those boils would be their plagues, and they will be painful. And we are warned of this. And we are warned once again, if you receive the mark of the beast, you will break out into those boils, and they will be painful. And many people is about to have a severe skin condition. I saw a prophet on YouTube that said the Lord showed her this. I had a friend that had a dream about these boils also. And that prophet and my friend said that these are painful. And I got the word of God to tell me about the boils He hasn't revealed it to me, but let me tell you, many people are going to suffer with this, and you won't be able to call your doctor and set up an appointment and go to them and have them cut these boils off. You won't be able to get cream at the local retailer in the pharmacy section or go to the drugstore to get some cream for it. You will not be able to get rid of this. There's no medicine that's going to cure These plagues, especially these boils, that's going to come up on you. They're going to be painful and they're going to stay on you until you repent. And if you refuse to repent, that's on you and you can deal with the pain of the boils. The sickness and the plagues that are coming. Only repentance is going to get you through this. Only repenting and having a repentant heart will get you through all of the plagues to keep you safe what you sow so shall you reap and many of you have sown bad seeds i mentioned this before many of you have sown bad seeds and all of these bad seeds are coming back to pass to bite us we're fixing to get the bad seeds what you sow so shall you reap We're fixing to see the rich weep and howl. We're fixing to see the businesses of the earth shut down. I've said this before. It's coming. During this famine, there's going to be a lot of hunger go on. Many people are going to starve. And many probably will die with starvation. But people don't want to see that right now. And that's what I was getting at. People will say this is a scare tactic i'm putting fear in somebody if you can't handle the truth now and you're thinking i'm putting fear in somebody how are you gonna handle the truth when it's up on you the famine is here and these boils i was just talking about that my friend seen in a dream and a prophet i saw on tv on uh youtube had a vision of it and what's how The only way you can get rid of the boils is through repentance. If you think all that's fear tactics, how in the world do you suspect to face the truth when you're actually dealing with the boils and you're dealing with the famine? How are you thinking this is going to be fear when I tell you that people are going to go homeless? They're going to lose their homes. The rich is falling. That's not fear. That's truth. This is what's coming. It's in the Bible as well. You should know by walking in the spirit of the Lord. But when this hits, what excuses are you going to make? Are you going to remember I thought that was fear from that podcast I heard? But they were not putting fear, they was telling us the truth. Will you remember this or will you be too selfish and not even think about it? Are you going to learn To start acknowledging when God uses his children to tell you what's to come. Are you going to sit there and keep judging and condemning? Oh, that's putting fear in it after you've lost your home. You're starving. You see war going on. You see all the stuff still happening. And are you still going to sit there and say that's fear? Or are you going to believe it and do something about it this time? Many of you are gonna cause your family to die just because of your stubbornness. Just because you want to believe something is negativity and you shouldn't be listening to that. That's that's all using fear and all of this stuff. Just because you don't want to hear truth and you're the ones gonna either die yourself or you're gonna have your own family killed because you did not want to teach your family the truth especially your children remember god doesn't care how young you are he will take an eight-year-old child and cast all kinds of plagues and viruses and diseases on an eight-year-old child just like he will an 80-year-old person because your eight-year-old child is as corrupted with lies and thieves Your eight-year-old can steal, and they know not to do it. They know not to lie, just like an 80-year-old. An eight-year-old can commit murder, just like an 80-year-old. So there is no respect or person. God does not judge by age. He does not judge how young or how old. Even when the Antichrist comes, he will take your little child, your eight-year-old child, and make him take his mark. And it will be your fault if you don't teach your eight-year-old child not to take that mark. But if you want to keep saying it's too negative on that stuff, then that's how you're going to get your family killed. Because you said it was too negative. You, people was putting fear inside of you. Don't believe all those fear and your child's going to hell because you sent your child there. You don't want to believe that right now, but you wait till that day comes. You will see the truth. Because the Bible tells you he makes the rich, the poor, the young, and the old all fall. Let me tell you. And when the famine hits, your children will starve to death. Your eight-year-old child will starve to death. Just like an 80-year-old person will starve to death in this famine. If you're you're a parent and you're working in some type of big office, maybe corporate office, doesn't matter. doesn't have to be corporate. But your job shuts down. And you can't have any more money coming in because you lost your job. Now you can't pay your mortgage or your rent. And now you're out on the street with your children. Your children has no home. Your children is homeless. And... You want to say all this is fear. What are you going to tell your child when you're living on the street? When they say, do you remember that podcast or that YouTube video that spoke about the famine coming and you said it was fear and that the homeland homelessness and hunger was going to be happening, but you said that was fear not to believe it, that we were God's children? Well, why, if we're God's children, why are we going through this? See, you forgot to teach your child. God said he will reign on the just and the unjust as well. And did you use wisdom and knowledge before you bought your home? Did you use wisdom and knowledge to know and say, well, what if I lose my job? What if I get sick and cannot support my family? But you said that's all negative thoughts there. You will perish without the lack of wisdom and knowledge. The grain that has been halted by Russia, all this has been stopped. And you've been told since 2020 by the prophets to go store up with food, water, all the necessity stuff that you're going to need. You've been told this since 2020. But many of you probably say that was fear. That's just to scare people not to do it. Now here it is upon us and you still don't want to do it. But when you go hungry, you have nobody to blame but yourself because you did not want to believe what's to come. You did not want to believe it. And that's on you. Now your family's got to suffer because of your stubbornness. You've got to stop with that. This hunger is coming. The businesses are going to shut down because think about it. If we don't have the grain, how are you going to eat? Because that's where you get your flour and your meals from. This is where you're going to get your cereals, your pizzas that you love so much, and your bread. You ain't going to go to a restaurant and order a burger and then they just hand you some patties with lettuce and tomato and mayonnaise and ketchup on it and no bread. What are you going to do then? So restaurants will be closing because they won't be able to have bread Put on your burger, the chicken sandwiches that you like at these restaurants. If there's no bread to put on the chicken, your fish sandwiches. If there's no bread to put for your fish sandwich, you're not going to have it. But think about this, too, in a lot of the restaurants. Everything they serve, like the chicken and the fish, it's all breaded. So if there's no meal or flour so they can bread that chicken or fish for you, You might as well forget it. You're going to have to starve because you don't have the flour to bread that chicken and that fish either. So the restaurants will shut down. A lot of grocery stores will be shutting down. And I think I said this before in my podcast or in my YouTube videos. Grocery stores will shut down because I know that some of you know people who are hungry and you will not help feed them. You said it's not your responsibility, but Christ said if you are following him and claiming to be Christian, it is your responsibility to feed people. But you made up excuses. Now it's come back home to you. And yet, you still want to say all this is fear. But when you see your child starving and dying of starvation... Because you did not go and store up food and the stuff you needed so you and your family did not starve. Remember, you are the murderer. You did this to your own self and to your own family. All because you cannot obey the word of God. All because you cannot understand the warnings. The weeping in the morning people are going to do during this famine. The rich will fall during all this famine. People are going to cry because they lost their business. These people that owns a business because nobody is going to be buying their products because no one's going to have the money during this famine to buy it. And when people are put out of a job because nobody's buying their products because you don't have the bread in these restaurants for the food, nobody's going to buy it. Nobody wants a hamburger patty. They want the bun to go with it. What are you going to do for your lunch meats that you buy in the grocery stores if there's no bread? To make you a sandwich, are you going to still buy the lunch meat? Or are you going to bypass it because you can't make a sandwich out of it? Those of you who love tacos, if you can't get the tortilla shells to make that with. See, all this grain stuff has come to a halt. Now there's winter food supply, and they told on the news this could cause a world hunger. But you were warned of this famine. You've been warned since 2020. But you should know if you were raised in church that a time like this was coming and that God was not going to put up with evildoers. And if you kept continuing into your evilness and pushing Christ back, he will eventually bring a famine upon you. He will stop every evildoer, and he's tired of people professing to be Christians and turning somebody away that's hungry. I've said this several times before. Many of you pulled up in the parking lot of a restaurant and went in and ate and saw a homeless person out in the parking lot and didn't even think about that homeless person, didn't even offer them money or take them a meal to him. But I bet many of you went in and complained to the management or the employees and asked them to call the police out there to have them escorted off the premises. But you want God to bless you with food and all these miracles and keep you in all your riches. Why should he when you overlooked a homeless person? Now it's coming back to you. What you sow, so shall you reap. So yes, you deserve a famine. You say, well, that's harsh, saying we deserve it. What you sow, so shall you reap. You should have sown good seeds. You said that that was not your responsibility. You laughed and mocked at those who are poor. You laughed and mocked at those who have nothing. Said that that was their fault, their problem. You built your riches. Everybody wanted the riches. You was out having fun with your vacations and spending money living in your nice homes, but you couldn't share it with nobody else in need. And God told us in his word to go out and get those who could not pay you back. If you have a feast, go out into the streets and get those who could not pay you back and feed them for your rewards and heaven will be great. But nobody's building their rewards in heaven. You build in your rewards here on earth with those who can pay you back, and you lost everything. And you say you're not an evil person, but you'll put an innocent person behind bars, and God will free them soon. The pure hell that is about to fall upon this earth is going to be because of man's fault, because of every person believing a lie because they want to do evil deeds and not good deeds. You are not thinking what this is going to do with Russia cutting off the grain supply. You, if you think, oh, they'll get this worked out and we'll have food, You, I'm sorry, you're sadly mistaken you are sadly mistaken because the word of God does not lie. These are the end times we are living in. Now, I did a podcast called Are We in the End? Because in 2020, when COVID first broke out, people were saying, oh, the rapture's coming, the rapture's coming. That's why I did the podcast about Are We Living in the End? And what I was getting at is, It's about the rapture, and the rapture happens when the sun darkens and the moon turns to blood. Read Matthew 24, when the sun doesn't give its light and the moon turns to blood. Even Acts chapter 2 tells you the same thing. Go to Joel chapter 2, it will tell you the same thing. Matthew 24 also tells you, after the seven-year tribulation, so shall the Son of Man return. And many of you think you're going to be gone before all this tribulation, that Christ ain't going to allow you to go through this. But I got news for you. You got to go through tribulation. And this is where many is going to walk away from Christ because of this thinking, because they cannot survive what's to come. Many people think they're going to walk away from the hunger, losing their homes. But I got news for you. Those who endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. but you got to go through what you sowed first. And a lot of you sowed bad seeds. So if you got family you didn't want to feed, you got to deal with the starvation. You got to deal with this famine. Many grocery stores are going to shut down. People who works in the restaurants are going to lose their jobs, and they're probably going to lose their homes and be put out on the street. Because they won't be able to pay the rent. They won't be able to pay their mortgage. Some owns their home. Some has their home paid for. They'll probably be the ones to survive during all of this because their home is bought and paid for. But those that has to pay mortgage or pay rent, you're out on the street. You thought it was good to build up all these riches and Have all these riches on earth and live it up and that God was pleased with it. But the word of God says, no, he doesn't care about the riches. He cares about how you serve him. This is what Satan promised Christ. The kingdoms of the earth. And when he could not get Christ to fall for it, he said, I can get man to. Satan knows he can always get man to fall for his lies and tricks. And everything that's been built up over the years it has been part of the beast system. And we don't even know it. Even including the credit bureaus. If you don't pay a loan off at the bank, it can go against your credit. If you get a phone bill and you don't pay the bill, they can put it against your credit. All of that's of Satan. Those credit bureaus are of Satan. It ruins you. The beast system is stout. People's attitudes, the heart of many will wax cold. The beast system is here and you allowed it to be done. And the very elect will be deceived. And when it's time for the mark of the beast, the very elect will be deceived. I've always heard growing up in the churches... That there will be something to come first. And people will claim whatever it was to come first. That would be the mark of the beast. And it will not actually be the mark of the beast. But when it came time to take the mark of the beast. People are going to say well you said that this was the mark of the beast. When that was going on the first time. So, why should I believe that this is the actual mark this time? I'm just going to go ahead and take it because you said it about this other situation before. So, you have caused many people to stumble and take the mark of the beast and you don't know it by making false accusations over one situation by saying if you do this, that's the mark, or you take that, that's the mark when it was not. But when it's time for the actual mark of it, many people are going to remember those situations you said was the actual mark and laugh about it and go ahead and take the mark of the beast and you're supposed to win souls to Christ. You're not supposed to spread misinformation. You're not supposed to tell lies. Many of you got on YouTube and social media saying the Holy Spirit told you that this situation is the mark of the beast, not to take this. That This is it, I've had dreams and God told me, Christ showed me in a dream or a vision that this was the mark of the beast and you were seeing things out of the imagination of your own heart. So when it does come time for the actual mark, many people will take it because you lied about the first situation. And people are going to remember that. Many will get mad at Christ because they went homeless and they started starving and they'll take the mark because they're mad at Christ for them having to go through all that pain and suffering. Just because they thought they were going to be gone. And they got fooled. But that's up to you to learn what scripture actually says about the rapture. You know we're going to have to go through hardships. Who endureth until the end, the same shall be saved. You, you think you're going to get by with starving. But you didn't want to help somebody that needed a home to stay in. You said you ha- you can only stay here if you pay me rent, and they were down on their luck, and you knew they couldn't pay you no rent, so you refused to let them stay in your home. Saying, oh, they're going to use my utilities and my water. I ain't paying for all of that. I'm not paying for that stuff for them to live up on me. That's mooching off of me. I'm not doing that. Okay. So did the rich man, and the rich man ended up in hell. He's in torment right now as we speak, and you know the story about that. You know the story about the sheep's and the goats. But what do I know? Some of y'all be listening to this and say, "Oh, you're just saying fear tactics. You're just trying to scare us." Well, when you lose your home because you couldn't help somebody that needed a home, that's that's a seed you sown. That's what's going to happen during all this famine. So you're going to think about this when you're on the streets. Hopefully you will. Be like, I wished I helped that person now. I should have helped that person when they came to me because now I know what it's like to be out on the streets. And I told them I didn't care if they lived or died on the streets. That was their problem, not mine. Now it's come back home to me. Be careful what you say to somebody because that's also a seed. You speak life and death in people. Jesus tells us our tongue is a deadly weapon. And your words can kill. And Christ teaches us that. So in this famine, are you ready? Remember, Scripture tells us there will be one woe right after the other woe. And we're fixing to get into it. It's going to be one woe right after the other. There's going to be no relaxation anymore for anybody. You had your time of rest. You had your time of riches. Now it's all gone. And you have no one to thank but your own self for your own foolishness and your own evil game. And you're going to say, well, I went to church and paid my tithes and offering. Christ don't care about all of that. He cared about how you helped somebody. He cared about how you let somebody stay in your home and not charge them a thing or said anything to them. He cared more about your kind heart saying, stay here until you can get up on your feet. And when you get up on your feet and find you somewhere else to go, uh, you know, that's I was glad to have your company. But you didn't want to do that. You had every excuse why it was not your responsibility to help someone, whether it's your family or a close friend or your neighbor or a total stranger on the streets. You made up excuses. Now you're fixing to have all this thrown back into your face. I heard a minister on YouTube a while back give a prophecy that said that she saw in a vision I believe she saw it in a vision, or the Lord spoke it to her, that there was going to be homes. That's just going to be empty. Many homes were just going to be emptied. And that confirms about, that's confirmation to me from when I first started podcasting and doing the YouTube about the rich will fall. The Lord don't play with us. His vengeance is mighty. His vengeance is full of wrath. And we're meeting the wrath of God now. All these storms going on. And you still cannot see this is Christ speaking to us. The wildfires. The floods. People killing other people. All this is the wrath of God upon us. And we still cannot see it. And we still refuse to change. So now we go to another step further. We go into famine. And if we still can't see it in all this famine, and all, people losing their homes, and the rich falling, and people weeping and mourning, and we still can't repent and change, we'll move into something deeper, another plague, another sickness, another virus, until we get this thing right. And if this is what it takes to wipe out the evil and wicked doers, then so be it. Because he took people out in a flood in Noah's days that were evil and wicked. He took them out. Look what he done to Pharaoh and his army when he led Moses and the people out of Egypt. Crossed the Red Sea and look what the Red Sea done to Pharaoh and his army. The same God that done that for them back then in Moses' time can do it in our time. The same God that sent the flood in Noah's day can send a, can do it again in our time. But he promised he will not flood us. He promised Noah he will not flood the earth again. So, therefore, we just have plagues. He said he will destroy the earth with fire and brimstone. And look what he done to Sodom and Gomorrah. But he can can clean out the evilness with viruses and diseases and plagues and famines. And he's always done this. Christ warned us of the vengeance. His vengeance is mighty. God warns us of his wrath and vengeance as well. Famine. Letting people starve. A famine will take out a lot of evil and wicked doers of the earth. He reigns on the just and the unjust, like I said. Remember, remember, the plagues of the earth is, the only way you're going to get through them when you get sick with a plague is to repent. Always remember that. This is all I have for you. I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. Share with your family and friends. Just stay strong through the hard times that's coming up on us. And think about what all will happen if there is no grain to eat. And what how it will hurt a lot of people. Thank you.